Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. And uh, we're talking to a doctor. On Doctor's Note, we bring in a medical expert to tackle different topics and different discussions and subjects. And today, we're talking all things cervical cancer. Now, uh, uh, this week, we recap on Cervical Cancer Prevention Week with Dr. Tadoli Hodi from the Sibukeng Hospital in the Val. Now, Cervical Cancer Week, actually, Cervical Cervical Cancer Prevention Week, rather, ended last Sunday. It was from the 18th to the 24th of January. What this week aims to do is to create awareness of the measures that are available in preventing one from getting cervical cancer. On the line, we've got the doc. Uh, Dr. Lehodi, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, good morning. Good morning to all the listeners as well. My goodness, you sound like you woke up on the right side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be, isn't it? <laughs> now, first things first, for uh, those people that aren't familiar with cervical cancer, from yes. a medical point of view, how would you describe it and how would you explain it to them? And also, how do you get it? Um, so thank you for the opportunity. Um, let me start by saying I'm going to try to actually be as non-medical as possible. Yes, please. Just to make sure everyone's on the same page. So when it comes to cervical cancer, it's actually the most gynecological cancer in South Africa. And it's actually secondary to a HPV infection. Mm. So what that essentially means is that if someone has a HPV, human papilloma virus infected, it actually increases proliferation of the cells in the cervix. Okay, yeah. and that's what eventually leads to the cervical cancer. Right now, I'm sure everybody's asking, okay, so what actually causes it and what puts me at risk? Yeah. So essentially, firstly, it's in females because it's, it's with individuals that are having a cervix, right? Mm. Um, and those that are sexually active, especially older than 30 years of age, are at higher risk for getting HPV and essentially cervical cancer. Yeah. Just remember, um, especially because I think you mentioned that last week was the Awareness Week, um, and usually, especially in our public systems, um, there are campaigns that are done by clinics, local clinics, that go to schools, um, high schools and primary schools, and start these campaigns with young young daughters, young ladies, and young girls, right? Mm. And the idea behind it is to try and assist in giving vaccines as well, because there is a vaccine for this virus. Yes. That is the first thing that assists. However, the vaccine is most, um, it works much better for those that haven't had the sexual debut mm. and obviously in young ladies as well. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Doc, how can I reduce the risk of getting cervical cancer? I am over 30. Um, mm-hmm. I am married, which means I am sexually active. Yes. And, um, does that mean I have to stop? No, definitely not. Um, you have to keep in mind that whatever God has created, well, I mean, there's a reason behind it, right? So the first thing you have to take in mind is that, firstly, those that are having unprotected sex and have multiple sexual partners are at a higher risk, yes? Mm. Those that have HIV are at a higher risk simply because they have immune suppression, so their white cells are not as strong to fight off infection. And then in addition to that, anybody who's over 30, like you said, we advise that they get a pap smear done at least once every 10 years. Mm. So according to our recent South African guidelines, if you are a female 
and you're above the age of 30, we expect you to at least have one done between 30 and 40 years, mm. have one done between 40 and 50, and then have one done after the age of 50. Yeah. Keep, it, keep in mind that this is dependent on what the results of a pap smear say. So you check, uh, do a pap smear, and depending on what the results say, then we expect you to at least have three done in your lifetime from now. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Is it curable? So it is curable. Remember that um, the, the challenge is it depends on the staging that you have. So we are, to, we are assuming that someone has cervical cancer, right? Mm-hmm. So someone has cervical cancer, there are different stages. For those of you who are inclined and love Google and everything, you can just Google FIGO classification for cervical cancer. It will give you a rough estimation. Essentially, stage one basically is it's limited to the cervix itself. Yeah. Right? Generally, in those cases, they do a procedure that's called a LET. Mm. So a LET procedure essentially cuts the piece of the cervix that's affected just by the mouth. And that piece is one that is known to grow back after a while anyway. Yeah. But this time without the cancer cells because they were oh. cut out. The thing is, this goes with the assumption that it was picked up early enough. I see. Hence, we are suggesting that people get at least one pap smear done. To be honest, I'd rather say, because I'm saying a lot of stuff, and you know you can forget what someone says. True. But I think the basic thing and concept to get is to say that if you are a female in South Africa and sexually active, you must get a pap smear done. Full stop. Essentially. Full yeah. stop. <laughs> Essentially. For more information on um, on this, I know you, 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 you encouraged us to Google. Would you yes. advise that um, we Google? Because sometimes the information can be overwhelming and the information can be like in medical yes. terms and also very scary as well. Yes. So if, for example, I'm trying to get more information around yes. uh, cervical cancer, would you advise as a doctor that I go to Dr. Google? So as a general principle, no. <laughs> um, that's a very bad idea. Um, hence, I was also a bit specific in what to Google. Yeah. So just keep in mind that um, Google is generalized, very generalized. And secondly, it's not population specific. Mm. So you'll find that, I mean, I'm sure we've all tried it. You've got some pain in, the, in your stomach. You're like, let me check. What could this be? And the first thing that comes up, you have cancer. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and <laughs> that's the, if anything, that's the last thing on the list. So my advice is anyone who wants to know more, Firstly, start at your local clinic. To those of you who have local doctors that you can speak of, speak to, or any family doctor that you can speak to, there's also someone who can get more information for you. And, I mean, if you really have personal pressing questions, um, I'm also available. You can hit me up on social media. Love it. Love it. Yes. Where are you on social media? So on Instagram, you can find me at Dr. Lehodi. Yes. So it's at D-R-L-E-G-O-D-I. Wonderful. Yeah, and you can DM me. Um, I'm not private, so anybody can DM me. It's okay. I will definitely do that. I will follow yes. you, and I'll also DM you as well, because uh, I've got quite a few questions as well. No problem. Perfect. Can I just add something quickly? Yes. So I just want to add, we've been talking about this whole pap smear thing, which essentially is a test to check if someone has the HPV virus and a possible cells growing yes. that might end up being cancer. Um, I just want to emphasize to everyone that's listening, this whole pap smear procedure, essentially what it involves, is there's an instrument that we use that's called a speculum. Mm-hmm. Okay? So essentially this instrument is used to, we put it inside the vagina, 
because the cervix is deep inside the vagina. So in order for us to be able to visualize it, we need to use this instrument. And then we use a brush just to brush by the cervix and then remove the brush and send it to the lab. It's not painful, right? It's uncomfortable. Many of my patients have said that they get some discomfort from it, but not necessarily pain. However, just keep in mind that as a patient, you have every right to tell your healthcare worker that you are having some pain and you like some pain medication. That is completely not a problem. All right. So we can always give some pain medication if you feel it's still some pain with you. But most of the time, to be honest, patients have described it to be more of a discomfort and uncomfortable more than pain itself. Got you. Dr. Lefordi, this was absolutely lovely. You've made it such a, you know, such a serious topic, quite um, not friendly, but um, I've learned (laughs) more and I'm more comfortable around the conversation of uh, uh, cervical cancer. And it's all thanks to you. Thank you so much. Nababa. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And you too. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That was Dr. Tatuli Hodi from this Bukeng Hospital in the Val. And we're talking all things cervical cancer. And uh, the prevention week ended on the 25th. He said, every woman in South Africa who is sexually active and is above the age of 30, you are supposed to go for a pap smear and that is the beginning of discovering whether you do have cervical cancer or not radio 2000 podcast